Hi everyone, it's Mariam here. Welcome to Cross Transformation, Season 4, Episode 3. In this episode, I'm going to talk about being a child to a parent with borderline personality disorder, sharing some ideas on how to heal the traumas of that relationship if you have had one. I will be using the pronoun I to tell you my story. I'm sharing my story so you may find resonance with it as healing yourself. I grew up with a mother who never had her borderline personality disorder diagnosed. For years, I found myself buried under immense guilt due to not knowing that she had all her rejections and unmet needs projected onto me. Unpredictable, horrifying and fluctuating, filled with tantrums. Back then, as a child, love was presented as hostility, rage, anger and destructive behavior. I never worked out how to trust my perception of reality and truly understand what and how love is. My perceived reality of love meant rage, hostility, and abuse. Later in life, I found myself addicted to love, not passionate about love. So what I would like to add to what I just read is how do we perceive love considering who we grew up with? What is our perception of love? I kept asking that question and I realized that I would equal love to rage, hostility, anger. And that was only my childhood reality of love. Eventually, I asked myself if I would like to experience my current reality based on that perception. And if not, I can always change my perception. The experience I had with mother was my blueprint. But am I willing to experience my reality based on that blueprint? Or am I going to set my standards on what true love is? Life with a mother suffering from borderline personality disorder is unusual, unstable, volatile, and is a roller coaster of unknown reactions perfect child versus the bad child. When borderline personality disorder remains undiagnosed, the child's reality of abuse and hurt is not validated. The damage can continue since the mother can justify it as a form of protection or may ask the child to forgive her abuse since she is a mother. What I perceived was I'm either a very good adult 
or a very bad person. So my world was black and white based on that earlier perception of perfect child versus the bad child. Not having had that reality validated caused me to feel I was inferior and others were superior and I couldn't set up my boundaries. In childhood, in times of danger or stress, we search for the mother as a secure base to cling to. However, in the case of a mother with borderline personality disorder, it is often the mother herself who is posing a threat. As a child who spent time with a borderline mother, intimacy in adulthood meant danger. I was clinging to a mother who was the source of fear. As a result, I found myself drawn to relationships where the partner was the fear himself, leading to the repeating pattern of physical, mental and emotional abuse. So it's very important to understand our attachment to our primary caregiver. Who was the primary caregiver? The source of love or the source of fear? The source of insecurity or a secure base? Those with borderline personality disorder will prevent their child from exploring affective experiences due to intense abandonment fears. A mother with borderline personality disorder demands responsibility for for her emotional state, expecting her child to be there for her to meet her unmet needs. The mother's demanding nature affects the life of the child in adulthood. For example, the child finds herself attracted to unhealthy dynamics such as victimization, attaching to individuals who project their unhealed pains, griefs, and sadness onto the child who is now an adult. In addition, living with a borderline mother meant agreement with her perceived reality my observation of my mother's distorted reality and the need to relate to her perceptions impacted my ability to decide or discern in life. My attempt to relate to her reality was to feel safe and trust that she looked after me. So what we can learn here is not to attach our safety to other people's perceived reality, to their unmet needs, or to their projection of pain or unhealed traumas, because we'll find ourselves walking with people who are not healthy to be with. In adulthood, I try to experience the world through my partner's reality so I could be safe. I could not relate to people because I had myself conditioned to my blueprint that suggested my mother perceived reality is what I must choose to agree with. Therefore, if she doesn't like someone, 
I have to feel the same. Thus, I found it difficult to relate to the world around me because I had to approve of my mother's version of the world and my safety was attached to it. A small bubble of comfort, not developed by my perception. However, I learned to own it so I feel safe. Over the years, I learned the following lesson. My reality cannot be the manifestation of anyone's perception and I am safe to perceive my version of reality regardless of my agreement with others. The above breakthrough enabled me to connect with the world in better ways and to relate to people in healthier ways without the need to be codependent or frightened. I believe that my mother demonstrated what she was capable of, which contributed to my growth significantly. As an adult, to heal my life and traumas, I implemented the following strategies slash questions that you may want to incorporate if you're healing traumas related to having experienced your childhood with a caregiver who suffered from borderline personality disorder. Identify how do you perceive yourself as an adult, the bad child or the perfect one. Our self-worth can't fluctuate. We need to feel assured and secure about our self-image. We need to let go of that fluctuation that we perceive through someone else's reality. Ask yourself at what point your boundaries start to exist. Life with borderlines meant violated boundaries. But you have the power right now to set healthy boundaries. Allow yourself to validate how you feel. Sit with your emotions attached to memories so they can come up to the surface Having lived with a borderline, I had my core emotions suppressed. Instead, I was experiencing anxiety and immense guilt. Our core emotions, if you don't know them, fear, anger, joy, disgust, sadness, and excitement. Other questions that may help you heal your trauma. How do you perceive your reality? How much of your perceived reality is the construct of who you are? Score yourself from 0 to 10. Are you surviving your reality or are you thriving? What percentage of your reality demonstrates the need to survive? What emotions do you experience when you are in the survival state? What emotions do you experience when you intend to thrive? Are your meanings to things come from the place of agreeing with 
your primary caregiver so you can feel safe. Who is perceiving your reality? The one that looks for safety or the one that is autonomous and secure? Is your perceived reality the manifestation of broken trust? If your reality is the manifestation of broken trust, then what emotions are you experiencing predominantly? Are you afraid of expressing yourself so you can feel safe? Do you deny your goals, aspirations and dreams because of subconscious fears telling you not to be autonomous or become who you are? Who is the real you? Can you identify the real you from 0 to 10, how safe do you feel to be who you are? Just remember everyone that God's plan for us is to thrive. Jeremiah 29, 11 For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Come to who you are. Every trauma is powerlessness and having felt frightened. So what I like to suggest is come to God. Because in his presence of love, you are secure, you are safe and you are loved unconditionally once again as always i hope that you enjoyed listening to cross transformation please tell a friend about cross transformation thank you again and god bless you